What would you do if I told you there was only one thing between where you are right now and any place you would like to be? No way. You ready for it? Let's talk about it. Man, all right, all right. Hey, guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. I'm over here trying to get my glasses clean. It, it sucks getting old. I remember laying under the truck with my dad. He went under there working on a truck, putting a transmission in a forerunner or whatever. And and uh, I'd ask him, hey, dad, what's it like to get old? Because by then he was his, oh, 70s, 68, 70. He was looking, yeah, he was showing his age. And so I'd ask him and he'd, he'd tell me, he'd say, no, nah, I don't want to ruin the surprise. Oh, age, it kills you. It doesn't matter who you are. And of course, the other issue is you do realize it's going pretty fast, right? Here we are. We're already on Thursday. Hump day, hump day, that amazing day, is completely friggin' gone. No doubt about that, right? No doubt at all about that. I mean, if you happen to be one of the lucky ones, the good news is you get to you get to do something today that's kind of cool. Your um, your decisions, your ability to stay focused, your maybe the luck of the draw, where you were born, the family you're into, but whatever it is, you, you just wake up and you just get to do whatever you want. You know, that's a, that's a lot of responsibility. I mean, you think about what you owe, if you have that ability. I mean, I do. If you, But you think about what we owe to the people who don't have that ability. I mean, I think at the very least, we, we kind of have an obligation to say, hey, listen, uh, just so you know, uh, this is how I'm doing it. And, of course, then you do it that way, and you share that information with the world, and the world goes, well, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that, but that's a pretty good idea. Waking up every day and making a list of the things. Review your day, a day in review in a little tablet or on an app. And just go through it, drink your coffee. And, and you know what's funny is once you start writing shit down, all of a sudden it gets real easy. It gets real clear as to where you're going and what you need to do. Did you did you kind of pick up on that? It was in there. Did you pick up on it? The one thing, one thing, one thing that you need to do, write it down. Now... My my guess would be something, well, it ain't that easy. Well, yeah, no, it isn't easy until you develop the habit of writing shit down. And then all of a sudden, once your life starts getting easier and you actually have some time to think about maybe organizing it even more, you're going to realize, wait a minute, writing that shit down does keep me on track. Wow, that's a pretty damn good tool. I wish that I thought of it sooner. It's been around for a million years. Got to make a list. Got to make a plan. One thing, can you imagine how that would help? talking about um oh one thing you know think about your relationship i mean let's face it all right so you're you're still head over heels in love and everything about your life is just friggin amazing right of course i mean that's how it is with everybody i mean in fact my god that's why this doesn't make any sense at all right this whole friggin conversation 500 and some odd podcasts started that's all just like craziness right right and there you are you're just all doing everything you love to do what are you doing right now and more importantly than that, how do you feel about it? Are you doing it for a really good reason or are you doing it because you love it? It'd be cool if you were doing it for a really good reason and because you love it. That's a pretty good idea. I do know a few people like that. I mean, that's just, I do. I'm one of them. And then, of course, I have a son-in-law who is my daughters, my kids. They all seem to be in it because they love it. They enjoy the challenge as much as they do what they're doing. They're always learning and growing and getting better. I wonder where they got that from. And all that takes is one thing. To wake up and have the mindset that, you know, I'm going to learn something today. I'm going to get better today. Just one thing. Just every day when you wake up, before you climb out of bed, you talk to the higher power. You talk to God or whoever that may be. And you say, you know what? Help me today because I feel like I'm going to 
I'm going to screw it up. Can you help me just friggin' rock and roll this whole thing? Get home tonight tired and glad because I did all kinds of shit that, that I got done and how, why I did it and, and the life it gives me. Can you imagine how much more production you'd get done? Hmm, just one thing. Friggin' hey, man. I'm so busy. You know, I, I, I see the way people drive. I've been on the road. We traveled for seven years across the country. I was pulling a 41-foot fifth wheel. All right, with that, and with that, with that comes the experience of a lifetime. I mean, it's a live and die situation, a live or die situation. A lot of times, or so you think, right? Missing turns and hoping you get don't get stuck someplace where you can't turn around, and yeah, just kind of craziness. But um, people are in a hurry, right? You're, I mean, think about it. When you jump in the car, you're you got home, and then you realized you didn't have beer. You went to the fridge. You're like, oh crap! And you got to load the kids back in the car because you're not going to wait for her to get home. She don't get home until seven, and it's three thirty. I mean, you know, you're not just sit there and wait, right? So, um, you jump back in the car with the kids, and you go to the liquor store, get your beer, and you come home, and then you hang out and you drink a few beers. And and if you're if you're if you're a keeper, you do just one thing. You just aside from taking care of the kids, you just get that supper ready. Man, you talk about how that makes it easy, right? I used to do it every every night. And you know what's cool about that? My wife would come in, and she would be really appreciative that that was done. Just one thing. And all of a sudden, man, I had some clout. I, my stocks rose. And I started being nice when I actually figured out Brene Brown. And, of course, if you don't know her, look her up. The power of vulnerability, it will change your friggin' life. I guarantee that. Um, one thing, I did one thing. I listened to the power of vulnerability, and I did it five times, but it was only one thing. And I started applying it. And when I did that one thing, when I started applying it, I did that one thing, all of a sudden, it's the, uh, I got the response that I wanted, and that was all of a sudden my wife started liking me again. In fact, she fell in love with me. Huh. Now, there is a, there's definitely a, there is a downside. There is one downside to being where, being where we are and that is that you know the more connected you are with the person you love the you just feel like it's the harder it is going to be to say goodbye and of course that's where we're headed we're already on thursday man it was just hump day and now it's thursday and before it's gonna be next friday i mean that's how fast time is going if you could do just one thing if you could do just one single thing to add some value, some energy, some excitement, some opportunity to your life, what would you do? I mean, one thing. What would you? What would you do? I mean, the the opportunities, the things that are possible, are crazy, and most of them don't even require any financial burden per se. No different than going to the liquor store. I mean. Can you imagine if the one thing you did was you said, you know, I'm going to just, if I don't do anything else, I'm going to do one thing. When I get home and she gets home, I'm going to have my walking shoes on and I'm going to have a snack for her and a bottle of water and we're going to go for a walk and she's going to freak out and not want to go. And I'm going to say, no, honey, I want to spend time with you. And she's going to look at me with one eye cocked and she's going to say, I don't know. And then you're going to go. It's going to be awkward, and you're going to, she's going to talk more than you do, and it's going to be more of a complaint session, and, and it's going to take some adjusting on both your parts. But you know what's going to happen eventually? You're going to hit that moment. There's that moment when you're actually, you get home, and you're actually excited because, the, you know, you're, you, you, you got the kids taken care of, and they got everything handled, and you're like, hey, come on, baby, and you got everything ready, and she got her favorite granola bar and a little couple, couple mints to keep her mouth wet 
uh, moist when she's or lips moist when she's walking and and you got all this energy and there's some things you want to talk about you know how that happens that's just one thing there's one thing go home with that plan to invite her on a walk and and and, and you if you want to do one more thing because it's just one thing right if you want to do one more thing you could actually kind of come up with a plan on how much, how you could be nicer you can start flirting with her and and he, and compliment her get in the habit of saying how nice she looks and and hugging her and doing things for her maybe the things that she don't like to do and and granted you might not like to do them either but the the benefits are the shit you're going to like to do and she's all back looking at you going are, do you got a girlfriend what's going on she's all uneasy about the new you the kinder gentler you man I promise it's really it's really that easy. Just one thing. <laughs> Just one thing. I mean, Sandy and I, we, we transitioned our entire life. We did one thing. We transitioned from, uh, our, from a conventional life to an RV. One thing. Just did it. We got to thinking about it, right? We learned some stuff about it, and then we just did one thing. We made a plan. Started talking about it. Next thing you know, guess what? Seven years later. And then, of course, our plan worked out really good. Not this is, this is a testament to the universe. We sold our RV. I had said when we moved in, I told Sandy, I said, I think seven years will do. She goes, yeah. I said, yeah, seven years. And that's always been the number. And that was set early on when we were traveling. I said, think about seven years. We sold our RV and the truck seven years to the day that we bought it. If you can't believe more of a coincidence and the power in the universe, you got to see that, right? Just one thing. And as a result, we got to see Bar Harbor, Maine, and travel all over the country. We got to become best friends. My wife is one hell of a navigator, and she's gotten a lot, assert- lot more assertive, too. There was a couple instances where she wanted to jump out of the truck, but, I mean, aside from those little snafus, we, we got it going on, and now, I mean, think about it. Here I am. I'm retired. She's retired. We have a decent income. We, we're debt-free, right? And I wake up every day, and I get to do shit like this. And, of course, just because there are some people who tune in and go, I don't understand what you're saying. Doesn't mean it's, it's not legit, you know. I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff, and granted, you're doing a lot of the same stuff as a lot of people around you, but i gotta got to remind you of something. That doesn't necessarily make it the right choice. I mean, let's face it, people have made that mistake in the past. I mean, so that's how I know it can happen, right? I mean, Hitler, he come up with some crazy idea. It was a good idea in the beginning, and then what happened? We know the story, right? Huh. And then a lot of people got in on that one, too. A lot of people got in on that one. That was a, whoo, that was a big idea. Wasn't such a good idea, though, was it? Got to be careful of that. Following the crowd, hmm, you got to, before you follow the crowd, when you're running up behind them and you can't see the front, you got to kind of get an idea of where the drop-off is, where the cliff is, right? I mean, that's what happens. When you see sheep or any animals herding off of the side of a cliff, they stampede, and they just fall off a cliff. And the problem is, before you know it, you're at the edge of the cliff, and the entire momentum of the, of the group of animals just pushes you and them off the cliff. And I think maybe the only ones who have the possible momentum to change course or to stop it are the, the stragglers, the people who just aren't quite up to it. I mean, if there's anything to save your life, it's the one that, you don't run up to it first, right? You go, oh, wow. That's definitely the case with some of the things that we have going on in the world. I mean, think about, I I just want to break down these candidates. Think about Joe Biden or Donald Trump 
as your friend or any of the candidates. I mean, come on. Can you imagine how superficial that story is? I mean, that person, no matter who they are, have said the same things so many times. There is no, there's nothing genuine about them. They aren't saying the things they say because they care about you, Michigan or Texas or wherever the hell they are. They're saying it because they want you to think they care about you. Oh, I'm just like you. I'm just, I mean, I remember the picture of Donald Trump in the Bible. And, of course, think about how interesting they would be to have a conversation with and just hang out with. Donald Trump is a straight-up bully. Me and, I think me and Donald Trump would end up in a fist fight. And only because I don't like people like that. I don't like arrogant people. In fact, we won't end up in a fist fight because I just won't ever be around anyone like that, right? But the same is true for Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a really nice guy. He's too nice. Otherwise, he wouldn't be walking around in a stupor doing whatever anybody tells him to do. Of course, that's what they do. And, of course, the bigger picture is we want to we wanna point fingers. You go, your side sucks. No, your side sucks. And all I keep thinking is, ah, no, I don't think so. I think both sides suck. I don't. I, I mean, Democrats and Republicans both have been in office, and I'm still sitting where the hell I'm sitting, and they can't seem to plug the hole on the border or get anything done except for uh, poke fingers at each other. I didn't hire him for that. I hired him, hired him to fix some of the problems I have, like the fact that I don't have insurance or the fact I can't afford my groceries or the fact that whatever it is. And, of course, that is doesn't mean they're supposed to swoop in and save your ass. Right? But there's, they, it would be nice if someone gave you a little guidance and said, hey, listen, here's an idea. Why don't you stop letting life kick your ass and start kicking life's ass? You do realize that the life you're living, whatever it looks like, is exactly the life you're working to live. Right? Are, are you doing a podcast today? Did you spend an hour and a half on a live show? Or are you going to spend 45 Oh, 4,500, I'll put 4,500 words on a book today. Are you going to get some decent supper cooked? You ain't going out to eat. The food's much better at my place. I mean, just one thing, just one thing. Pull that meat out in the morning, have a plan for it. Yeah, all right, here we go. Let's do this. Next thing you know, you save 60 bucks. Got a 12-pack of beer in the deal because 12-pack of beer is cheaper than the meal. Yeah, why not? And it all starts with just one thing, just one little idea about, hey, maybe I, well, maybe I should. So let's just hypothetically say you would be into that idea. How do you do that? Well, well think about it. How, how do you do anything? I mean, you've done a lot of things in your life. You got a job. You graduated high school. You uh, bought a house. You, your life looks like it does. And it's because you, you have the ability to get an idea in your head and say, all right, hey, this is a good idea. And so you follow it, and, of course, you get excited about it. And, of course, you have examples for a lot of the choices you've made. They're around you. Everyone around you is doing the same thing. So there's some comfort in that. So it's not real complicated. If you get lost at any pro- at a step along the way, someone will swoop in and say, oh, no, no, this is how you do it. And then before you know it, you're, you're sitting exactly where you are. Now, where we run into problems is when you start doing things other people aren't doing, you're kind of out there on your own. You're kind of... You're kind of hanging by your own your own fingers. There's no one to, I mean, and of course, if you're smart, you can find someone. I mean, and you do have that computer, that supercomputer in your back pocket called your phone, right? So technically, you could actually enlist the help of someone, and they'd be like, 
Uh, yeah, well, if you want to live on a sailboat or you want to kind of work only six months a year and then spend the other time in the Caribbean, um, this is this is how I did it, which is which is a perfect way to do it. I mean, I'm not taking it away from you. If you want to stand by the idea and just try and plug plug things into it until you figure it out, that's your business. But my thinking would be, why don't you just ask someone who's already done it? And they'll say, well, you do this, this, and this, and they'll give you the list of things they did to accomplish that thing you want to do. And uh, guess what? You're on your way. Don't have to figure nothing out. You just have to follow the list. Do what that person did. No way. Just one thing, right? Just one thing. Just do what that person did. One thing. And you'll wake up and you'll be a doctor. Or you'll be a music theater major. Or you'll be a nurse and a teacher. Or you'll be a operations manager or whatever it is. Or a podcaster. Hmm. All it takes is one thing. And, of course, how do you get it going? you got to think about it. What do you think about every day? What? No, let me just let me rephrase that. Because there's the things we believe, there's the things we know, and then there's the things we can imagine. What do you imagine for your life in the next year? Are you walking around with your head in the clouds and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait for this. And, and when people talk to you, they kind of get irritated because you're always talking about you, about what you got going on. And what they don't realize is that's how you stay focused on you and what you got going on you got a lot more energy than everyone else, and, of course, that makes people friggin' nervous. Get all freaked out. They're like, oh, my God, that friggin' guy. And, of course, the answer to the question is, why aren't you Why aren't you spending more time engaged in the activities that you, you love to do? It's because the plan you have keeps you from that. You can't spend all your money on a big-ass house and have some idea in your head about how amazing it is and all the shit you need and then have anything left over to go do the shit you love to do. If you want to do the stuff you love to do, whether it's skiing or it's hiking or it's whatever it is, um, the way you do that is you remove stuff out of your life that doesn't give you that until you get that. It's real simple. Guys who love mountains and hiking and being the outdoors, they, I don't see too many of them that are all tied up in a big old yard. Not too many of them. The people who, who whether they love it or not, like spend their time mowing lawns and painting fences and fixing picks and roofs and doors and doorknobs and stacking boxes and throwing shit away and pulling weeds and well you kind of get the idea right they that's what they're doing and it isn't because most of us are rock and rolling it i mean you're coming up on the weekend go ahead let's uh, lay it down to me i'm, I'm listening go ahead and lay down how goes freaking oh man this is what i'm doing and all of that, but I'm doing this tonight, and then tomorrow, man, that's Friday. I got I work a four-day week. I got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off because I thought about it, and I said, you know, I want to fish more. I mean, that would be cool if that was your story. We're golfing. I golf Fridays and my golf days, and, and so are Saturdays. And, and I play on Friday with my wife, and then on Saturday with my friends, and, and she plays with her friends, and it's, it's, it's really friggin' cool. I mean, if that's if that's how you're rolling, you don't need to hear, listen to this. Don't waste your time talking to me. Get out there, get some golfing done. But of course, that's not the case, and the reason it's not the case is because we can't. Why? One thing. One thing. We haven't directed our resources in that direction. We've decided to buy big houses and expensive cars and and build our life around the image that we we believe is actually the epitome of success. And you'll eventually wake up and you'll be 65 and you'll be tired and on prescriptions and you'll be like, oh man, this is friggin' awesome. And the truth will be not, not even. Why wait? Why not Why not just go ahead and decide, you know, I don't know. I think I should have a house that fits. 
and ask her, say, you know, are you really into this? And, and the other question is, are you really into me? And then, of course, are we into each other? And if we aren't actually that into each other and into the adventure, how about we change the adventure? How about we make it exciting for each other? We start being better friends. We start doing more for each other. And all of a sudden, our relationship starts to stabilize. No more middle-of-the-night arguments and fights while we've been drinking too much. Just a couple people, a couple friends hanging out, sharing the space, working together to get shit done. Just one thing, you're just, that's all it takes, just one thing. Decide that that's what you want to do, and then talk about it, get excited about it, and then, of course, imagine how cool it's going to be when you finally get there. Can you imagine how, how it must feel for Sandy and I to go through months on end without a crossword? We, we don't argue. There's nothing to argue about. She says, hey, honey, you've been doing this. Can you stop? I say, oh, okay, sure. Sure, I'll do that. And, of course, if I can't directly do that, I'll say, okay, well, how can we fix it? And she'll say, well, then if you can't stop, because she probably wouldn't ask me for that anyway, it's, well, how can we rearrange the schedule? I'm like, all right, I'll look at that, right? There you go. Man, I know I make it sound easy. And it is. It doesn't take all, you don't have to make a big old long list. All you got to do is one thing. What other things in your life would actually add immense value and actually give you a reason to kind of get up in the morning and go, you know what, I think this this ain't as bad as it was yesterday. We, we decided to do that, and now you know what, I think so. I, th- I can do more of that. Have you thought about being nice? I, mean, I, I mentioned this, but it's, it's important. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to become what you think. And if you spend time taking in the good benefits and appreciating your life and not engaging in the ugly, guess what happens? The less of the dark side gets in you, because that's really what it's about. Let's talk about this. There's, I mean, face it, we're, we're divided, every one of us. Just like the universe itself, there's a good side and a, a bad side. I think there's a good side and a bad side to us. And when you take a look at the decisions of any one person, circumstances will create, at some point, the access or the ability to demonstrate what, how much of each component you have. Are you a kind of an evil person who pretends to be good a lot of the time but you got evil thoughts and you're angry and you're dark or are you a a bright ray of sunshine and you talk about the good things and you are embrace the struggle with the optimism and you with the realization that you're you're probably not in control of it anyway you just you're just running with it right that's what we're talking about here and all you got to do to change it is one thing you don't love your job change it start finding reasons to love your job I started by helping people. People understand, I don't know why the fucker keeps talking so much. And the truth is, the reason I keep talking so much is because um, it felt pretty good when I worked in a prison and I decided to try and help guys get through their, their sentence and actually have the possibility of never coming back to prison. That was, I mean, whether it worked or not, that was my goal. And the cool part about it is it really feels good when it happens. When you realize, hey, you know, that yeah, look what you're doing, man. You're a rock star right why not i mean why the why the hell not i mean think about our true potential why is it that we get to 65 and all of a sudden all the information we have dies with us we're not out there teaching or training and a lot of us aren't expanding our horizons beyond what retirement looks like you're not doing anything crazy you're not pushing it on the edge to the edge when it comes to your money and your finances but i guarantee this you, you're not going to take it with you. And the other thing I can guarantee you is you work as hard as you want and all that fancy shit for the, because you think people care about it. I don't know what kind of car Robin Williams drove. I don't know what kind of car Eddie Murphy drives. I 
fact, I don't even pay attention to the kind of car my neighbor drives. And you know why? Because I'm in my zone. I'm doing me. And that's all you got to do. Why aren't we doing it? Why do you suppose we're not good at what I'm talking about? Because you're not. If you're not waking up excited, if you don't have something that's taken your life in a place, you're, you're continuing to grow. When I ask you, hey, what's up and what do you got going on? You come across with some list of things. Well, I've been making, I made it to the gym all year this year, trying to stay in shape. And of course, this is where Sandy and I are at. We're getting ready to start a new podcast. So you're going to be a crime, t- crime podcaster, right? Or whatever that is, right? It's not, I'm not judging. Of course, you be who you, you do who you want to do, right? And be who you want to be. But um, why not? Why not? I mean, why the hell not? You're, you're sitting there. You got you get, you get home at 6. Dinner's done at 6. Imagine if you jumped up right after dinner and helped her do the dishes or she helped you do the dishes and then you got everything organized and worked together to get the kids in the bath or whatever you have to do and then get the books read and get them, get them done early, get them settled down, and then there you are. And you made that a habit. And hell, who knows? Maybe you could, I, I, mean, I talked about that walk, right? Hell, maybe you could get home from work or meet her at the trailhead and pick the pick the kids up just a little later from the babysitter or from your parents' house, right? And then you go to the trailhead and you walk for 30 minutes together. You could, you could actually talk about how to make life better together. Unfortunately, there's a downside to that. There's just one thing that'll get in your way, and um, it happens called selfishness, called self. I don't want to do that in my job. I freaking work all day. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I get that. Someone has to do it. Someone has to do it. And if you can't do it for them, do it for you. You don't have any, there ain't no reason for you to come home to a crappy house, to a dirty house, to an unorganized house. And it doesn't matter whether you like to do it or not. That's not the issue. By doing that, guess what you do? You create a habit. You create a standard for performance. And then you create a success. And what do I mean by that? Well, when you when you start deciding, I'm going to organize my house, and all of a sudden the dishes are done every night, and, and your daughter's watching you, or whoever you live with is watching you, and then they start getting involved, and you ask, and of course you tell them, this is my plan, I want to make it easy on us, so you want to help me with this? And of course you just keep rolling, and if they don't want to get involved, that's fine, take care of you. You know, you're getting to, you're putting a few pounds on, you want to go to the gym, go to the gym, go work out. Go do something for you. Go start laughing and having fun. Joke with them. Make fun of them. You go to you go and you're getting getting ready for bed, and he doesn't brush his teeth. Go ahead. And, oh yeah, you hey, you you're gonna scrub that crap off your teeth? <laughs> Why not? What the hell? I mean, really, what the hell? Have some fun. And what do you think is gonna happen to your relationship? You're gonna start getting better, and they're gonna start noticing you. You're gonna start stepping outside the box, and you're gonna start doing things that has their attention. And then guess guess what next? All of a sudden, they're going to be like, hey, uh, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the gym. Oh, we all, well, I was thinking about going to the gym. I, I really was. I was thinking about, you know, I'm going to join up, you know, get my guns on again. What do you, th- what do you think about that? Yeah. She can say, well, you know what? When, when we get home from work tomorrow, I'll meet you at the trailer. We can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're only talking about one thing, right? <laughs> Oh, that is so much fun. I tell you what, I, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping you're picking up on it. I'm, I'm just trying in my best to perfect a skill I obviously don't have. But the, I, the good news is I don't, that's not, that doesn't change the truth in it, right? It really doesn't. You're going to wake up tomorrow to the life you live now, or you're going to wake up to the life you dream of living. And that's the bottom line. What are you going to do with it? That's what it comes down to. Hey, listen, I really appreciate 
all the support. Things are happening for me. The numbers are coming up. If you like what I'm doing, listen to it. Please chime in. If you're inclined, just let that thing run in the background. I mean, if you're just, I mean, I guarantee you'll, you'll pick up on some of it. You don't have to listen to all of it or even at volume. Just run it, and, and I guarantee the good stuff will land where it's supposed to. Um, until next time, I really appreciate my friends. I love helping people. There's nothing that feels better than having someone say, listen, I appreciate you. Thank you for putting the time in. Um, you can do it either way. You can step off into the dark, or you can you can step off into the light. You can decide to smile, and you can engage the world on your terms and step away from some of this stuff that just is tearing us apart and start realizing that the people around you are the most important people in the world and it's those are the people we need to build a community around and we need to support because in the end that's all we're going to have so hey listen until next time my name is chris hawkes and this is your best life defined have a wonderful day